Hey mama, welcome to the Mama, Mommy, Mom podcast. I'm your host, Emily. Let's get started. Hey mamas, today I'm so excited to bring to you April Hartman. She is a growth mindset expert for us moms and parents in general. She has um, a book and a ton of resources on her website that just help us figure out how to encourage our kids to have a growth mindset instead of a fixed mindset. And I can't wait for her to deep dive into this with you guys and with me. I took away so much from this episode and I know you guys will get a lot out of it too. So stay tuned and listen and connect with April. All of her contact information is in the show notes. Her book is linked in the show notes as well. And I'm just excited for you guys to hear this one. So here we go. Hi, April. Hi, how are you, Emily? Good. How are you? Doing great. Do you want to give everybody a little bit of an introduction on who you are and how you got started focusing on growth mindset, growth mindset for uh, families? Sure. So, yeah, a little bit about me. I am an author and an illustrator of children's books. Mm-hmm. I've um, started out mainly as an illustrator. And in the last, say, 10 years, I started getting interested in writing my own books. And I was published uh, a couple years ago, a a book I wrote called The Dream Keepers, Mm -hmm. which is a story about how to make a a wish come true. And the story came from, I've always had this kind of fascination with learning and motivation for myself and also what I saw in my kids, how, how each person learned so differently. Mm-hmm. So this was something that, that inspired that particular book. Once I wrote that book, I realized that much of that, the themes around that had to do with growth mindset. It is something that is talked about with, in education these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, teachers talk about this in the classroom. So as I was taking the book around to schools and presenting it, I started to get more into you know, the research behind growth mindset. Mm-hmm. What I discovered is that it's, it's talked about a little bit with younger kids, but mainly it's not until kids get into school that we're learning about what it is. Like high school, college? Like like in elementary school. Okay, okay. Te- so not young, teachers. Younger kids, but... Yeah. Okay. So, you know, when, when the kids are in school, the teachers might be saying, you know, explains to them, well, this is how your brain works. You know, if you just start something and, and try just a little bit, you'll get a little bit better each time. This is how how the brain works. The thing is you know, backing up a little bit more, mm-hmm. well, how come some kids are coming to school already having this idea that, yeah, I know if I just try and, and do my best, I'll learn and, and, you know, I can get better at anything. Right. Whereas, you know, some kids are coming into school with this idea, no, I'm, I'm just not smart or I, I can't do these sense. certain things. 
which is a fixed mindset. Mm -hmm. Um, So this kind of, it it got me wondering, well, how can we help kids? How can we make that difference in this, with this internal dialogue that they have before they even get to school? Mm -hmm. Um, So of course I I have this, an idea as an author and illustrator, I'm going to write the book (laughs) that will do this which I did. I I wrote a book. It's called My Little Growing Mindset. Mm -hmm. As I was writing it, I realized that the concept of growth mindset and what it takes to nurture a growth mindset, there's so much I I could have put into this book that there's just not enough pages to put it into one book. Right. Yeah. And the thought of well, can a parent sit down and read this book one or two times with their kid and, and then that's it? <laughs> right. It's done. You got the message and, you know, everything is going to be great. Well, no, it's because it, it's so much more complex than one book can capture. Definitely. So, yeah, so um, for anybody who's not as familiar with growth mindset, you know, I, I'm talking about this because I, I'm living and breathing it every day with the work I'm doing. So the concept of, yes, be persistent and work hard, this, this is nothing new. We get that. Um, you know, going back to, you know, the, the children's book decades ago, The Little Engine That Could, mm-hmm. you know, this was persistence. I think I can. And you try and, and, and you'll get there. The work I'm doing expands on that because it's not just about, we're going to read this one book and you're going to, you know, put your mind to it and you can, do, you know, accomplish anything you want. The work I'm doing focuses on what about those times that you think I can't. That that voice in your head that says, yeah, this feels hard. I'm just going to go ask mom to, to help and, and do this for me. Mm-hmm. You know, and in those moments, realizing that that voice that says I can't is, well, you can't do this maybe right now, but let's just stop and think. Mm-hmm. What, what part could you do? What would it take to learn the next step to do this thing? And it might feel bad right now. It might feel hard. It might feel uncomfortable. But those feelings, that's normal and that's okay. So the what I'm done beyond this one book that I wrote is I started the whole, whole brand around my little growing mindset. There's a website with games and activities, other books. And what they do is focus on these everyday teachable moments that we have with our very small children. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, thinking about from the time that they're learning to tie their shoes and, or anything, anything during the day, just, uh, you know, putting on a pair of socks, whatever it is that the little challenges and the internal dialogue that they're, they're building right yeah. from the start. And how important it is that we're teaching them to be able to do these things for themselves. Um, even if it gets frustrating along the way, knowing that if they keep trying, um, that they will be able to do these things and have that confidence that they can accomplish things if they keep keep trying rather than 
running to their moms or dads and asking for help. Right. Every right. time. Yep. Every time. Yep. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> so yeah. how many, how many books have you been a part of and published right so far? Under the brand, my little growing mindset, I have the, the one main book that is the, the title, my little growing mindset. Also, there are four ebooks currently on the website. Okay. Those are learning to get dressed, trying new foods, learning to help, and learning to calm. Yeah. So these are some of the themes that I've started with. Mm-hmm. I have many more in the works. Uh, right now, I'm working on one. will be coming out soon, and this addresses bedtime routines and sleep issues. Oh, we need that in our house. (laughs) (laughs) I I think we've all had our sleep issues along the way. Such a bad spot right now. I understand. (laughs) Yeah. Anything from, you know, transitioning from crib to big bed or nap times or or just having a bedtime routine that doesn't, you know, drag on. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Um, really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and one of the things that I, I do address in all of my books is, so each title has three little mini stories under that. And rather than, you know, I'm, I'm telling the kids, you know, do this thing and you're going to get praised and I'm going to say, good job. Mm-hmm. It's growth mindset. You're not necessarily saying you know, here's this thing I'm telling you to do and follow directions. My books, what the child is hearing is the thoughts of the child who's, who's persisting through something. They're facing a challenge and you hear like, yeah, I'm, you know, this little girl, Ava is feeling frustrated. She's getting tired carrying this big bag. Is she going to keep going? Uh, And you hear that, she decides, yes, I'm going to keep going and the, the feelings that she's having and how she feels when she's done. Wow. I, I finished this, this really challenging thing. It felt hard, but I kept going anyway. So in the books, you're, you're showing what persistence feels like in mm-hmm. the body. And then what comes after that, a sense of pride. So Especially recognizing feelings and in, in encouraging your children to recognize their feelings. Yes. Feeling frustrated or happy or angry or tired. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, that's a really important skill for kids to, to learn. Right. And yeah. Give you a, a book on how to teach that as a parent. So it's really good that there, we have these resources that you've created to help us teach that. Yeah, it you know, it's I think it's just it's an ongoing process. It's mm-hmm. you know, not something that's going to be accomplished by reading just one book one time. Right. So that's why I did create all of these different books that address all of the you know challenges they face all along the way. Yeah, it's really um, important. And sometimes as a parent you can't even anticipate that your child is struggling with a certain emotion. So having the having a children's book, being able to teach your child in a way that they understand is awesome. Yeah. It's something that, 
Right. When we come <clears throat> when we come up against these challenges, sometimes as parents, we want to look for a solution, something that we can use, like we need to fix this. Yeah, exactly. But in the same time, we we can lose sight that the child is able to take some ownership of it. Mm-hmm. So let's say let's say you tackle that bedtime routine and okay, we fix this problem. It's, you know, smooth sailing. <clears throat> do we take all the credit for that? Or do we also give the kids some credit for, wow, mm-hmm. you really learned how to handle this. You're, you're growing, you're learning. That wasn't, how did that feel, you know, when you were learning to do this thing and how do you feel now? And, and being able to shine a light on those emotions and that next time you feel something that that's hard, uncomfortable, frustrating, <clears throat> you know, remember what that was like mm-hmm. once you got through it. Yeah. That's great. Um, so <clears throat> are there any examples of how you've used a growth mindset in your own life that maybe parents can relate to? Yeah, I, I could. Um, in my own life, as a mom, I would say, you know, most, most other moms could um, relate to this, that, you know, as your baby grows, you're learning along the way. You're, you're constantly, you know, being surprised by, you know, the good stuff that comes along and, and some of the challenging things, too. Yeah. Yeah, I I had three kids all within five years, and each one completely different <laughs> than the other. You know, uh, no nothing nothing alike about how they reacted to different situations, and so that was a, a learning experience for me. And I had to have a growth mindset about how to, you know, care for them and encourage them. Uh, the thing is the concept of growth mindset that the labeling of it that we hear mm-hmm. about now, it, it didn't have that label when my children were little, mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're in their teens and twenties now, but I still had, you know, the, the thought that I need to teach them persistence and the value of hard work and also just to build a love of learning. This was the thing that, but there wasn't there wasn't this, the guidance that we have now, all of the research behind it telling us, you know, here's, here's how this really, you know, all all of the studies that they've done to find out what it is that makes the difference, you know, what you say and what you don't say, how much you allow children to make mistakes, experience some failure along the way, Mm -hmm. you know, not, not try to you know, shield them from every disappointment, you know, so that they know this doesn't feel good right now, but you'll get through it. And that's, that's okay. You can still go ahead and, and tackle new things all the time. And it's okay if you don't succeed right away. So this was, um, yeah, that was one way that I used growth mindset in my own life you know, as a mom, before Mm -hmm. I even knew (laughs) the label was growth mindset. Yeah, I think, Uh, I think it's, I think it's been used very universally. And I, I, 
I like the way you're using it when you speak about children and encouraging them and what the story you just told about your kids, like growth mindset as a mom, it's not just a, a business term, which I feel like mm-hmm. is how it's been associated with uh, for, you know, I, I feel like it's been associated with business a lot. And I feel like anyone can have a growth mindset, especially like you said, as a young mom and you're learning and you're trying, like trying to figure out how to take care of your babies. And then as your babies grow up and now you're a mom of teens and that's a whole other world. Mm-hmm. And, and then your kids just teaching them, like you said, tying your shoes, putting your socks on even before that with any other issue that they might have that they might come to you with when maybe when they're like even younger than putting shoes on age, like just teaching them that growth mindset starts that, that young I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Sorry. No, that's, that's good. Um, you, you get it. It's right. In, in business, a, a growth mindset is something that we can just adopt. You know, mm-hmm. I've, I've had to take a look at, you know, my career when I was just illustrating books, but I would have ideas for writing books. Mm-hmm. Well, how can I learn to write? Um, you know, I didn't go to school for that. I, thought, well, okay, there's workshops and there's critique groups and okay, so how do you get a book published? And and it was just a one big rabbit hole that Mm -hmm. I went way down to to finally get to that point. So that's, yeah, professionally, it's something that as adults, we can look at in a very intellectual way. We can Mm -hmm. challenge, challenge our thoughts. But what I decided, you know, or really just thought about is how how can you ingrain this into somebody's psyche <laughs> from a very young age that um so you're not necessarily you know telling the kids to well you can do anything you set your mind to because mm-hmm. that's that's kind of a cliche yeah and there's times when your mind is telling you no i can't do this right. so so then what so my thought here is, is not just um, with just encouraging kids to be persistent, but to get them to maybe just ask questions of themselves when they're in a difficult situation. So you're, you're removing that self-judgment, not, oh, do I think I can do this? But rather, can this be done? Can this thing be done? And how does it get done? What is the next step? How does it feel when I, I take that one next step? Um, you know, okay, that didn't work. What else could I try? And, and continuing through those feelings where you just, uh, you know, you remove some of that self-doubt. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the goal I have with all of these and, and looking for all of those teachable moments in the little things all the time. What age do you think like is the, be- is the best age to start encouraging your children to think this way? Well, I think that there are opportunities, you know, right from, from the beginning, even, you know, think about a, a child learning to walk. 
you kind of think, well, this is just instinctual. They're just going to learn it on their own. We do help them, you know, hold mm-hmm. them by the hands and show them here's what it feels like to walk across the room, even though we're, we're holding their hands doing it. But it is ultimately them deciding, oh, that's something I want to do on my own. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though we, we can't see what's going on in their in their mind. But along the way, so when they fall down, do we rush over and, and pick them up and, and help them? Or do we let them struggle a little bit? And you know, say, oh, I see, I see that you're struggling. You're trying so hard. And so this is just right from those very first little wobbly steps, there's going to be opportunities like that um, all along the way. So this is, this is something yeah, from ages one, one and up. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, I understand that a hundred percent. I, I noticed with our third child that we, we held her a lot and she like started crawling later than a lot of the, my, than my two oldest. And I think it's because she just didn't, not because of developmental reasons, because she was very developmental, like normal and all of that. I just think we held her so much that she didn't have to crawl. <laughs> so I can see how, like, you know, we always brought her every, like I held her, I carried her everywhere. Like I, she was my, she's my baby. So I just did that. So I just noticed even from that, like looking back on that, like, yeah, you know, and she probably would have crawled earlier because she's done everything else, you know, pretty on time, but, mm-hmm. um, yep. you know, we held her so much or I held her so much that, um, she didn't need to crawl. And then yep. when it time for her to walk it was like all right well she's already on the floor and now she's like walking you know only at two or three months later after she started crawling yeah like she totally skipped crawling and went to walking um so it, it's just interesting that I you really do have a lot of, and not everybody has that much I mean there are developmental things that hold kids back but um as a parent, you really can encourage your kids by how you're saying things. And like you said, supporting their hands and helping them along the way. Um, it's funny. My sister just had a baby and she's four months old now. And we were at the beach a couple weeks ago and, the, and she was trying to roll over and like instinctively we all wanted to help her. And I was yes. no, let her roll, let her figure it out. Like she'll get it. And she did. And it was hard. It's hard, I think, as a parent to watch your kids struggle um, through something that you can help them with, but also encouraging them, you know, not letting them struggle to a point where they are in pain, maybe, but like, you know, encouraging them to push through. Right. Do you have advice for parents there, like when they're watching their kid, when they're watching their kids, um, and trying to teach them to have a growth mindset, but you really want to jump in and help them out with certain things? Um, do you have any advice for parents there? Yeah, it's something that um, you know I I have struggled with myself because yeah, they're they're just so cute, and those years go by so fast, and yeah. you just want to enjoy them. Well, and a lot of the things that you're like, I really want to help you put your shoes on because it's much faster. (laughs) There's that too. (laughs) The thing is, what I've had to remind myself is 
well, you know what, if I do this for you, I'm actually robbing you of an opportunity yeah. to learn something, not just the skill itself, but to learn something about yourself, about what you're capable of. And this is something all through, like from the time they were babies to, you know, even being teenagers, like, okay, yeah, I, I could, you know, call the teacher and talk about this thing for you. But, mm -hmm. you know, there's, there's also a chance here for you to talk to your teacher and ask the questions rather than me being in the middle of it. And what, what you're going to learn about your own ability to handle issues and problems and talk to people that you might feel uncomfortable or intimidated you know, kids don't want to get in trouble with the teacher. They don't want to look stupid in front of the other kids or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But, you know, being able to put yourself in those situations where, yeah, I, I don't have all the answers and I'm, I'm going to put myself out there and ask this question and I'm not going to expect somebody else to do it for me. You know, and, and, and there's going to be certain stages along the way that you think that your, your child is ready to take that on. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it's such an important life lesson. I just like, as you tell that story, I just imagine, you know, a kid 10 years from then trying to have a conversation with a boss that obviously mm -hmm. a parent can't have for you and not being prepared or not having the confidence to have that conversation. It's really great to teach your kids in high school when it's just a teacher to have mm -hmm. that conversation, you know? Right. Right. But all, all of these little, little steps along the way, uh, you were describing the, the situation with, uh, your, you know, your daughter learning to crawl. Mm -hmm. I, I remember with my third one, she was in a, a, a car seat quite often because we were just so busy going to all of the other, you know, events and activities with the, the two older kids. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she um, probably was carried around a lot more. Yeah, they have to be because you don't have yeah. it like you need. Yeah, you but need on the other hand, there was also things that I learned along the way with my my son, who is the oldest. You know, we struggled with the the bedtime routine, mm -hmm. and you know, getting him to you know say, okay, it's it's time to go to sleep now. With my third one, I realized that very early on when I was just rocking her to sleep, gosh, she was, you know, less than a year old, that I would, even though what I really just wanted to just enjoy having this sleeping baby in my arms, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's so precious and it goes by so quickly. Yeah. I realized that, well, you know what? I see that she's getting really sleepy at this point. She's about to just totally doze off. She can't fight it. I'm going to go lay her down in the crib right now. And I think that that really helped with her realizing that, okay, I'm going to fall asleep now and I don't need to be in mom's arms in order to do that. And, and she learned you know, very early on that she was capable of falling asleep by herself. Um, yeah. So that's like perfect timing to tell me that story. <laughs> Cause I'm in the same boat with my one year old and I, I co-sleep with my kids and she's still sleeping in our bed. And 
I only do that because I nurse them and it's just so much easier for me to get sleep that way. Mm-hmm. I stopped nursing like almost uh, eight, nine months ago. I don't know. It's been a long time. It's probably been longer than that since October last year. So it's almost been a year. Anyway, I really need to get her in her bed. And that's a really good point that, you know, she doesn't need us to fall asleep. Like you said, like you're almost like teaching them that, like, you know, that they don't need you for that anymore. Yeah. He doesn't need me for that anymore. She sleeps through the night just fine. And she would sleep through the night in her crib if I if I put her in there. It's just you know, holding on to that as a parent is really hard to let go. Yes, it is. That's, that's got to be, you know, some of the hardest part is realizing that, well, you know, my, my goal here is really to raise them to be independent where they don't need me. Mm-hmm. But that's, you know, that is letting go, you know, we, when we want to be there for them, and we want them to come to us, and we want them to know that they can come to us. You know, there's a balance there. When do you think there is, I mean, just in your opinion, do you think there's like a good time to push, like push your kids or do you, anything you recognize in your children when you notice that there's a good time to like push them to that next level and have that growth mindset approach to something that they've been not able to maybe accomplish on their own just yet? I want to say for me, the sign was always, here's something I can see that they really want this thing, whether it was in sports, um, you know, my, my daughters were involved in gymnastics mm-hmm. and, you know, it, it wasn't like I was pushing them for, you know, achieving accomplishments for me. It was well, how much do you enjoy this? How badly do you want to excel at this? And when there was something that I could see that, you know, like they really wanted this one particular thing and it wasn't going well, that's when I would, you know, give that extra encouragement. Like, mm-hmm. well, you know, what have you tried? What's next? Uh, sometimes with these, these situations, it, it wasn't necessarily me saying here's what you need to do next mm-hmm. but asking them what do you think would help you know they go, they get into school and unfortunately it's like the the pattern is here's the question memorize the answer but we know as adults sometimes the hardest part is just figuring out what is the question that i need to ask that's my hardest that's i suck at questions i'll just be very <laughs> honest and i'm sitting here thinking i need to ask her what are the questions i need to ask <laughs> i need to write this down because it's like it's so hard to figure out those questions like when you're asking even just asking my son about his day at school now he you know they say nothing I don't remember but then asking him more specific questions gets him to answer me um but questions are so hard yeah yeah and you don't want it to be just oh how was your day yeah you know that that's just we don't want to be cliche with this stuff so yeah yeah. And that was something that, that really led me to writing all of the various books that I have on the website. I couldn't fit everything into one book and that each right. situation is going to be different depending 
feeling of frustration is, what it is, the, the problem that they're having. And, you know, we, we don't want to sound like, like, oh, good job, you know, you know, praising with the same thing over and over again. You know, with the, the current teachings about growth mindset, they're telling us, well, don't just tell your kids, good job. You know, this is a, a missed opportunity. You know, in, instead, you want to you want to praise their efforts. You can say like, well, you, you, you worked so hard to do that thing. You know, they show you a project they brought home from school. But if you say that same thing over and over again, that's going to sound like a cliche. Mm -hmm. you know? And there's also going to be times when they're really not working very hard. So then what do you do? You know, when you can see they're, you know, just kind of giving up on things and, and not giving it, you know, the best effort. So this was the reason that I, I decided to write everything that I have. And it's, and it's not just the books. There's also activities and games, you know, where you're going to sit down and you're going to, you know, practice this one thing and you're going to, you know, kind of keep track of your, your progress along the way and look back and be able to evaluate, oh, this is really fun now that I learned how to do it and how did it feel when I started. So there's, you know, the, the website is, is meant to give lots of options for those, those conversations that you would have. Yeah, so for everybody that wants to learn more, and I'm sure there's tons of people listening that do, um, where should they start? Yeah, so I would, yes, come to the website. It's mylittlegrowingmindset.com. Okay. And there's so much there. There's the ebooks I mentioned. There's also the games and activities, lots of printable things. I have a, a, a featured freebie that changes regularly. And the one that's on there right now, very timely for back to school, because we know we have some kids starting kindergarten. Mm -hmm. And I thought, what a great way to start uh, promoting some self-confidence. The, the freebie printable right now is My Little Morning Routine. And it's a bunch of illustrated cards that you cut apart and you hang them throughout your home. So there's a toothbrush and there's shoes and the backpack and you'll you'll hang them up wherever, you know, this task needs to be accomplished in your home. You can use all of them or just one or two of them, just, you know, depending on what your child might be ready for. And there's also some little clocks that you would draw the hands on so they can, you know, start to learn to tell time and say this is the time that I need to have this one particular task done. So just a, a fun way to, to start building up some confidence and letting them, you know, learn new things on their own. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm looking at it right now. It's very cute. And I think the kids will really like that. And moms. Yes. <laughs> and also on uh, with that, there's a there's a card that's a heart. And this is my favorite part of it that you make time each morning just to sit down and and connect that we're going to talk about the day ahead. And, you know, there might be challenging things that come up, but we're going to, we're going to have a positive attitude and, and scheduling that shows that this is important. That mindset is not something that you just always automatically have that, you know, I read you this book this one time and now you should always have it. Mm. Yeah, no, it's, it's something that we have to really be vigilant about, you know, with ourselves, and, you know, with uh, helping our kids 
you know, develop this. So yeah, that's, that's one of the things on the website. There's so many more. Uh, so I would go there and uh, sign up for the emails so that you'll know every time I have something new to offer. Cause yeah, it's, there's, there's new stuff that I have in the works right now. I mentioned the, the book about sleep and there's another book in the works about kindness and, you know, having emotional awareness around that. So lots of new stuff. I'm really excited about. I just can't yeah. get to it fast enough. Um, so yeah, that's what I, I would suggest to go there. Awesome. I'll link that in the show notes too, and all of your books and resources for everybody. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, just before we wrap up, I just have one more question because we didn't really talk about teens a ton. Um, and I know <laughs> are a mom of teens now in early twenties. So I just remember being a teenager and fighting my parents a lot on a lot of stuff <laughs> that I shouldn't have. So do you have any advice for to help their children with this, uh, their older children with this? With the older children, the thing that helps me the most is to remember what I was like as a teenager yeah. and, and realize that, you know, yeah, I, I really thought I had a lot of things figured out and came to, to realize that I didn't. Mm-hmm. And what we do know, again, going back to the, the research about brains, they are still developing until their mid-20s. Um, so, you know, I, I know that... And I, I just have to have faith that the lessons that, you know, we presented when they were very little, they are still building on those lessons. They have that. Uh, what they do with that right now is their choice, just as it is for all of us. They are still growing. As adults, we are still growing, too. Mm-hmm. So we need to, you know, give them you know, that credit that they can make those decisions. If not today, someday, you know, they have, there is wisdom that they can fall back. On. <laughs> um, we, we know this, even, even adults, I mean, the research right now with brains is just so fascinating to me that up until the end of life, our brains can still master new skills and, you know, form new pathways but it's always a choice. And with the teenagers, the one thing that I would, you know, repeat to them is this, this is a choice you're making and the the consequences of your choice, they are yours (laughs) more and more. This is, as you get closer and closer to adulthood, you own all of your choices. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's, advice yeah yeah but you know like like i said before it's with the growth mindset and nobody's expected to have all the answers so i i would say you know to parents of teens or small children any age in between nobody expects you to have it all figured out you know it's it's all going to be a be a learning process yeah don't be too hard on yourself yes yes um, well, I was going to ask you, what's one thing you would leave with the moms? <laughs> what, what's one thing that you want them to, to remember? And 
I would I would want to go back to what we were saying about how hard it can be to let go and allow your children to do things on their own and even make mistakes and experience disappointment. In allowing that, you are giving them such a gift because they're building some resilience and confidence and what they can do with that. They can choose a path in life that would, would challenge them in ways that would be fulfilling beyond their dreams. So I know it can be hard in the moment to allow that, but what you're giving them in the long run is, is precious, a, a life of, of, a life of fulfillment. So. That's wonderful. I love that. Needed to hear that today. <laughs> um, I will link all of your, your Instagram, your website, and anything else in the show notes and make sure people can connect with you. Um, thank you so much, April, for chatting again. This was so fun. I'm so glad that we connected and got to form a friendship. So me too. Me too. So nice to talk with you today, Emily. Thank you so much. Thank you, April. Me on. I'll talk to you soon. I hope you have a good rest of your week. Thanks. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, I really hope you guys enjoyed that episode. I know for me, I took away so many things and so much that I never thought about doing before. So um, I hope it was just as awesome for you guys. Don't forget to connect with April. All of her information is in the show notes. And she has so many great resources for us. And like she said, she has an, a freebie every month. So take advantage of that. Go in, get her freebies. Um, they're so, they're awesome. They're great resources. So take advantage of that. Um, and don't forget to leave a review on my podcast and follow along because we are now done with vacations. So we will have new, two new episodes every single week again. And I have some more great guest speakers coming up and don't forget to go on my website, check out my blog, all of my recipes and, um, calendars are up there. I have meal plans. I have family fun calendars and just so many good resources on there too. So all of that is linked in the show notes. So you can find everything there that you need. Well, until next time, guys, have a great day.